its energy surrounds us and binds us. What's up, Star Wars fans, and welcome back to the Carbonite Combos podcast. Today is episode 83 being recorded on Saturday, October 29th. So we're getting into spooky season, and today we have uh, something really fun to talk about. But before we get into that, Alec, how we doing? Great, man. It's been, this is a bi-weekly, right? We're looking right, like right yep. now, I think. So it's been, what, about two weeks since we've had a little bro down, man. I love doing this. Podcast, it's, yeah. it's, it's like hanging out, man. We, uh, hanging out, man. you know, we live across the country, so we don't get to spend too much time together outside of, you know, maybe once or twice a year we get together, but it's kind of like, a, like yes, we're hanging sir. out, you know, so definitely we are going to, um, you know, we're going to talk star Wars. We're going to record a podcast. We, after this, Tales of the Jedi baby. Yes. After this, we are also going to record a reaction to the family guy, star Wars, uh, episode one, Blue, Blue Harvest. Harvest. Uh, so we're going to have some drinks. We're going to get into that. And then we're going to get several wins on Fortnite. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about uh, Tales of the Jedi. It was incredible. But before we get into that, we're having a couple drinks. I know, you know, I mentioned to you, I, my choice drink of the episode is Crown Royal Regal Apple. So I bought this for a party last night. I ended up just slugging bud light the entire night so oh, i yeah. haven't taken a sip out of this slugging bud light and high noon so uh the nooners had me feeling right but yeah. i'm ready to drink some crown apple now you put me I on the high noons when we were in florida man a few weeks back. oh dude they're incredible yeah if if there's somebody over 21 um that's listening to this that doesn't that likes to drink doesn't know what high noons are Holy crap! You you gotta you gotta try them. It's it's a vodka soda, and man, they'll get you they're, feeling right. They're dangerous. Yeah, the thing is, it's only like four point five alcohol AB uh ABV, like by volume or whatever it is. So it's yeah. not that strong, but man, the vodka will it'll get you right. Yeah, man. So what are you drinking? So my go to is usually Captain. We went to a Halloween party this weekend. I finished it off. So girlfriend had some leftover. Cayman Jacks, little mar- can margaritas. So Cuban mojito flavored. So Cuban mojito. So we'll we see, got. We'll see what it's about, man. Good deal. Well, before we get into the episode, why don't we do a nice little cheers to Tales of the Jedi to Carbonite Combos episode eighty three? <laughs> Bam, baby. Mm. Yours is much rougher than mine right now. Yep, that looked like it hurt. No, no, dude. Crown Apple is so. Similar. I don't like. I don't care I for Crown that it. much, man. I would prefer it with a chaser, but I don't prefer not don't... a chaser. I would prefer it with, you know, just a drink. But I have no Coke. I have no ice. So straight from the bottle, it is. But I have some water. So I don't. I don't care for Crown. I don't know what it is. I. I Do love. You not like, have you ever had Crown Apple? Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's fine. I just not it's my. So smooth. See, like. If I was taking like a regular shot of like Jack or Captain like that, bro, my face would have been squeamish. Yeah, that is not the case with Crown Apple. But enough about alcohol and degenerate talk. Let's get into Tales of the Jedi. Um, I figure what we could do, you know, we talk about just give some initial thoughts and then go into our rankings of what we thought the episodes were from. uh, 
I don't want to say worse because I don't think any of them Not were bad. one of them were bad. But from least favorite to most favorite. So okay, what are some of your initial thoughts on so, the series as a whole? First things first, I was super surprised that it was chronological. Okay. I th- I thought it was gonna fall in the order of Ahsoka Dooku, Ahsoka Dooku. And to be completely honest, I did not expect it to fill in so many gaps. I thought it was just going to be just, I don't know, Stories. like, example, how Ahsoka was found. And, I, and then, like, up until she meets Anakin, for instance, or vice versa with Dooku, it could have been how he became a Jedi. Like, that's that's more of what I was thinking uh, was going to yeah. be, like, the tales of the Jedi. But I was super pleasantly surprised with the storyline. So... Just starting off with the first episode alone, I thought the tale of Ahsoka being born and brought into the world and her, her family and people finding about out what she's about was just beautiful. Like, Let me ask you a quick question. Do we want to go more so go, um, you know, talk about each episode one to six mm-hmm. and then go into our favorites? Because I, I think feel so. like that's. Okay. I think we can get to I or, think we can get into it as we go, but I kind of like to okay. stay on the on the timeline. I think Yeah, that's fine. Well, there's there's a lot of things to get into, man, and there I is. and if we really want to get them out, I think that's probably the best course of action. So Yeah. That's it. No, so continue with what you were saying about uh episode like, 1. Yes, st- like here's my thing, man. Life like, and death. Like st- life and death. Star Wars in general, it, like it looks vis- visually a- appealing, right? Like the explosions and the space battles and the and the blaster shots and all. It's very pleasing to the eye, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mean I don't mean it looked good. I thought the concept of the story was just beautiful. It was about how Ahsoka's mother tells her as she's carrying her. There's life all around. Appreciate it. But then at the same time, you know, it was kind of funny that like, she immediately killed that the deer or whatever beast yeah. that was the Kai, the Kai, Kai buck, Kai buck, the Kai buck. She killed it right away. Right. But I don't think it was supposed to be like the opposite of what she was talking about. I think it was to show like if you truly appreciate it, you know what you are doing. You know, you are taking the life of another being. So appreciate it and make it worth it. Yeah, I think that was the lesson. And I. Mm, good soup. Fantastic. I just, I liked it. <laughs> no, I, I liked that episode too. I thought it was really, it was a really good start yeah. to the series as a whole. You know, they were very short episodes, but they told a very concise story. Um, So the first one, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them, but it was just so interesting. I, I have a couple, couple big things, you know, one that she had the force at such an early age. Hmm. She had beast control, so she's a year old, literally. That might have been her birthday or one day past, but she is one year old, and she controlled this Kai. I don't know. I'm going to call it a, thing. a Kyger. Yeah. Yeah. She controlled this Kyger from you know eating her and attacking, um, and then she was even able to ride it, and the Kyger brought her back to her village. So it just shows you how strong in the force she is already. And, you know, just where that will set her up for the future as well. What I think that really made me appreciate, too, was the conversation that Ahsoka and Grogu had in The Mandalorian season two. Right. Because he has it, too. It was tell me tell me that was not almost a copy and paste in a good way. Yeah. A copy and paste of 
Grogu, like in the Rancor, in the and not the Rancor, the Mudhorn. But in oh, the, the Rancor, Rancor too. The, yeah, no, no, he did no, both. you're right. You're right. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. In no, the Rancor, a hundred percent, man. Like how he was able to physically just talk to it, and how he's able to talk. They're able to talk to Ahsoka. Yeah, I think that showed and made that connection even stronger because it, yeah. to me, it seems like Ahsoka had been in that exact situation before. Yeah, no, I agree. And the next thing that I thought was super interesting is that her grandmother, right when she saw her, saw what happened, she said, Ahsoka is Jedi. So not only does she know about who the Jedi are and what they represent, what they represent, but she knows, you know, what their powers are. And she sees that in a one-year-old. Um, so I honest, be, sorry, go ahead. I, I I just can't I can't remember if they've explained exactly when Plokun found Plokun found her, um, but I do wonder how long after that it took. Here's not I'm not criticizing this. I'm just questioning it. Yeah, that word choice of Ahsoka is Jedi, right? And the only reason I bring it up is because what what's her species called again? I'm sorry, Tegretta. Yes, that whole clan, right? The grandmother. Mm-hmm. She obviously was very mystic and connected and probably yeah. understood what the force is, right? Why did she say Ahsoka is Jedi? And the reason I, I ask it is because we know her storyline. I am no Jedi. Yeah. Right. I think mostly I, I would have to say that she's the only force users that are very well known are are Jedi. I mean, I, the, I, th- I think they know of the Sith, but um you know, I think the force is pretty much sacred to the Jedi. The force flows with everything, as we as we know. It's it, it surrounds us, it binds the galaxy together. But the ones who wield it are the Jedi. So I would assume that that's why. Yeah, and again, I'm not like criticizing everything. I just I'm questioning, it, like if that's what she meant, that's what she meant, right? But I'm yeah. questioning, and I think it would have been really cool for her to say something more along the lines of like she is one with the force or something along like, like that, because I don't think the force is necessarily representative of the Jedi. I think the Jedi are representative of the force, not the other way around. So I think it just would have showed like how much more in nature she would have been connected with. If she would have said something just a little bit more whimsical, I guess you could call it. Yeah, no, I get it. If I had, if I had to pick a, like pick one thing out of the entire thing to, quote unquote criticize that would be it but not not in a it's bad more of way. concern and like yes just wonder Interest. wonderment yeah yeah no definitely and you know i don't really have a lot else on episode one but overall i i really enjoyed it like i mentioned i thought it was a great start to the series for sure man uh want to get an episode two now episode or? two i don't think we have too too much to talk about a couple key points it was awesome seeing young qui-gon yeah that was awesome and this was the first time that we've seen dooku ignite his blue lightsaber it looked nuts so, didn't it it did super so those weird. two things alone i think were the most interesting part of this of the entire series um but other than that looking at the the actual star wars galaxy as a whole i think it's interesting how you know, people in the Republic, they see these, you know, quote, what did they use? What was the term that they used? Um, 
what, what's someone in criminals? Mm-hmm. They they see these people as criminals because you know their their world is destroyed. So the way that they got their attention is by stealing his son. So right. do I necessarily agree with that? No, but um, these people aren't criminals. They're just they're hurting. Their land is weathering. They have nothing left. Um, well, even even the son agreed with their cause. Like he's exactly. like, what other choice did they have? And that's where you don't realize what's going on until you're there. But these people aren't going to go there without reason. And their reason for going is his son was kidnapped. So it was interesting to see um, just that contrast between the two. And I think arguably that might be the first real um, debate that Dooku had with himself on whether the Jedi's cause or yeah. The Actually. Jedi and the Republic. I think more so this would be the Republic, maybe not the Jedi. Um, but in this episode, I think it was more so the Republic. And then in episode three with Mace Windu, it was more so the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he saw the corruption in the Republic and the Senate and everything in this episode where these villagers are treated like second class citizens when they're not. Um, but overall, a great episode. Yeah. And like you said, like, did it add a lot to the storyline? Yes and no. Um, I think it, like you said, built Qui-Gon and Dooku's relationship as well as Mace's into yeah. episode and into episode three. But I <clears throat> I thought it was interesting the fact that Dooku was going to kill him. Yeah. He was going to kill him. If Qui-Gon if was not Qui-Gon. there, he was done. Exactly. If my, my question is, if Qui-Gon wasn't there, would that have been his turning moment? Yeah, I think I think it's very possible. Yeah. I don't know, man. That was that that was interesting, I think. Yeah. And I don't think there's a ton more about episode two. So we'll just kind of bleed that into episode three. Mm-hmm. What is so interesting about that just Dooku's arc in this in this series was just seeing his gradual fall to the dark side you know it's not just okay he uh count dooku was once a jedi he couldn't assassinate anybody what mace windu said in attack of the clones he's not this count sith lord that used to be a jedi that he just went from good to somehow evil yeah we see that there was rationale behind it um it's unfortunate that it did lead to the dark side because I feel like there were a few different paths. He could have either stayed a Jedi and done something from within. He could have gone down the path that we saw him go down um, with, you know, following Palpatine, or he could have left the order similar to Ahsoka and just not have been. Ahsoka is not a dark side user, um, but she's also not a Jedi. So she, helps where she can. So it's unfortunate that he did fall to the dark side. And quite frankly, he became super, super evil as well. So that was unfortunate, but he did have rationale in his overall fall to the Sith. I mean, listen to what Dooku said to Anakin in Revenge of the Sith, man, join me and together we can, we can take them down, right? Dooku's cause was like you said, it had rationale behind it, but what I like to think about, and we've talked about this before, is that Dooku became so fascinated with eliminating the Sith and destroying evil that it let he let it corrupt him. 
that mm-hmm. he became so obsessed with eliminating this evil that he became what he was trying to defeat. Destroy. You know, so I feel bad for him. And we see in the results of Tales of the Jedi why when he has to you just decide with the son and the father when he loses Qui-Gon. Right. Yeah, and I even think... in episode episode three, he's with Mace. He wants to do something about it in the moment. In that moment, he wants to take action, but Mace is not like that. He follows the strict orders of the council, and Dooku is slowly realizing, well, you know, maybe the council up to this point has lost themselves. Maybe they, you can't be such a like a governing body of right and wrong if you're not above reproach you have to be able to hold yourself accountable exactly you have to be able to and this was like one of the main things i i love yoda i love yoda but this was one of his pitfalls is that he you know frankly the arrogance of the jedi order as a whole and you know that's a topic of conversation it's it's not new. You know, that's a very heavily debated topic of, of conversation. Everybody knows that the Jedi were were arrogant. Um, but it, it was interesting seeing Dooku realize that for himself, that the council wasn't the end-all, be-all. What I find interesting is a lot, ultimately, when all the clone troopers turned against the Jedi, I think in their dying moments, they probably realized that... You know, maybe we aren't 100% in the right. Maybe we've done some things that are, you know, not truly for what the Jedi stand for and what the Force represents. Dooku realized it early. Qui-Gon realized it early. Anakin realized it early, right? These people who fall to the dark side, who become evil, who become so powerful, they see these truths earlier and they become the bad guys because of it. Because they go yeah. against the way that's been set for thousands and thousands and thousands of years since the days of the High Republic. Yeah. Right? So no, like after these thousands of years, what truly can change? Nothing. Until yeah, it, someone makes it change. No, you're absolutely right. And it's super interesting because the, do, the, the guys that do fall to the dark side, like you said, are the ones that are aware of what's building in the Republic. You know, the, obviously the Palpatine, the Sith – they're very they're aware of this and sort of what's the uh, Pong Krell? I'm going to say I'm going to say something very hot take. He's a dick, of course. Yes. That's not the hot take, though. Everybody knows that. But I don't hate Pong Krell because he knew what was going on against the Jedi Order. He knew the Jedi were going to fall. He could tell and he wanted to be on the winning, on the winning side. side. Yeah. It's like, I, I understand. I hope that I would go about it in a different way. Um, but he's a super interesting character. Not to say he's not a douchebag. But yes, the, these guys that, Jedi specifically, that sense what's coming. Qui-Gon was one of them. Um, you know, that question the council, that, that, that realize what's going on in the Republic. They... I think they're the most interesting ones, man, because they're the ones that can look outside of the council. Um, cancel. cancel. <laughs> you can look outside of the council. Um, and, and more so in the, the case of Dooku and Qui-Gon, they let the force guide them, which, which I, which I like. Um, that, you know, you're not used, you, I was actually about to bring a topic up that relates right to what you said. 
is there a correlation between those who become one with the force and the people that question the Jedi Council? I think they all become one with the force. Well, like, I'm thinking, you no, know, physically, like when when Jedi dies, sometimes or Jedi or Sith dies, sometimes they disappear and sometimes they're still on the ground dead, right? Well, yeah, but I I think I don't know, I think we might look into that a little too much because I assume as a Jedi, we don't see their dead bodies a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, well, no, you're right because you know when when obi-wan dies he just disappears but in the case of qui-gon it had to be his body had to be burned so i i don't know i don't know if there's a correlation there um i wouldn't i wouldn't think so um because you know at the end of the day are the jedi arrogant yes but they still think that they're following the will of the force you know so so does every villain so does palpatine I, but it's for selfish gain like that. I think that's the difference, you know, like the Jedi council, they're not doing it. I I do think they are selfless. I do think they're trying to follow the will of the force and keep the peace. Palpatine doesn't want that. Like, does he think the Sith belong, the force belongs to the Sith? Probably, but that's for a much different reason. So I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that part. Um, and I, I kind of lost track with, with where I was going. but <laughs> no, You're good, bro. But um, I was saying something about the council and being one with the Force, the typical Star Wars stuff. But yeah, Star Wars. We look into it too much, I guess, sometimes. We do. We um, do. On that note, That's do we okay. want to move into episode four? Let me think if there's anything. for One thing on episode three, I think the animation style is so – is so great. Like what you said, it, it was great that it was in chronological order. And I like that they designed Mace a little slightly different to slightly where you could tell he was younger. And going from episode three to episode four, excuse me, I had a hiccup. I pointed this out in the reaction when Dooku is walking through the Jedi archives. Um, was that would, episode three or was that episode four? That was episode four. Oh, okay, we're in. So I said now. going for yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Going from three to four, when he goes into the the Jedi archives, you can tell how much he's aged. Yes, and maybe that is, you know, maybe it is age, but maybe that's just stress too, which mm-hmm. I I could imagine. Apparently, I've seen that there are some retcons because, you know, Dooku left the Jedi Order several years before this. Um, some people said that, but then people clarified that although Dooku left the Jedi Order in in books and stuff, he has returned to the Jedi Temple on numerous occasions, even though he left the Jedi Order, which I think is really interesting. Mm. Um, so maybe, a lot he, of people... so maybe he left when Qui-Gon died and then. Well, no, 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 no it would have no, been before no, that. Had, it would have been before. Yeah, that. He, yeah, he had. Le- that's what I was saying. Like he had left several years. He was not oh. a part of the Jedi Order several years before this, but he was still, you know, he wasn't a Sith Lord yet. I, his, he was just kind of like retired. Yeah, his path wasn't. Yeah, exactly. I would. I would say that. Yes. Um. So you saw me like chill with everyone. Like, yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Like, it, that's why she was like Master Dooku in in, in stuff like that. Uh, Jocasta knew said that mm-hmm. so apparently yes he was he left the Jedi Order several years before but he he 
returned on on many occasions. So a lot of people were complaining that it was they were retconning things, but they didn't know other stories that have stated that he comes back pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, but man, episode four, what a banger! Home, from start holy to finish, shit, bro. Home from run, start man. to finish, out the gate, like you said, Dooku's older, right? We see him in the archives, and what's he doing? Deleting Camino. Oh my God! He's de- okay, Master Sipadias. Like holy shit! And just the fact that the fact that it just answers has, so many questions, bro. Like it does. It, it it answers some, and it's just it, it's interesting to see what's going on at the same time as other things because now every time I watch the Phantom Menace, you know when. It. When Qui-Gon, after he fights Maul in, in, on Tatooine, um, very briefly, I know that very in very close relation, Dooku's deleting those files. They made and it that just, very obvious that it was during Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Well, and, yeah. No, no, I liked it. Of course. Like, like, sometimes there's, like, Easter egg and stuff where you can figure it out, right? But they made it, like, plain as day exactly when it was happening during the film. With it, like you could tell, like to the day. Yes. And then, so he deletes the files. Um, we cut to a like a very very small time jump of him uh, of Qui Gon returning to the the count to the the Jedi Temple to talk and Dooku. You know the council didn't believe him. They didn't believe him, or they were questioning him. And he's Dooku. I think in that moment as well, he's realizing. It, 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 he quotes it, paraphrasing, I've been warning them of this coming conflict for years. Crazy. And in that moment where he he knows who Darth Maul is, he's well aware of Darth Maul, what Dooku is. Um, He's well aware of him, and he's wanted the council to be aware of it too, but they won't believe him. I don't know. Just to see that that little... Their tidbit, last interaction. That and just the council not believing Qui-Gon or questioning him about it is what I think that might have been Dooku's last straw where he was like, you know, I, I've been warning them. It, well, we in Phantom Menace and all that, too, they make it obvious that, like, they kind of don't vibe with Qui-Gon, right? Like, yes, he's a Jedi. Yes, he's a master, right? But they're like, okay, Qui-Gon, go do your blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they say that Yoda tells Obi-Wan that he's rebellious. Exactly. He so they, they too much of your master I sense in you, something along those lines. Exactly. So they know he's headstrong and he doesn't follow the council a lot. Right. Um, but yeah, that might have been Dooku's last straw. It had this to have been. Where we, this is where we first meet. We first hear Yaddle. We'll get into her voice and how apparently Yoda's a nutcase now <laughs> can love the guy. Um, but we have a slight time jump to the day that Qui-Gon dies or the day after yeah. um, he's sitting by the tree. We find out that Qui-Gon was born on Coruscant. Yeah. Interesting. Really cool. A planet of steel and metal. And that is where Qui-Gon came. He wanted to be by the tree. Um you know, we see Yaddle tell him that they're leaving for Naboo for the funeral. And he said, I would not be good company. Qui-Gon, one, Qui-Gon Jinn is at one with the Force. And 
pretty much we need to move on. And in that moment, you knew something was going down. Right. So we all know what happens next. He goes to Sidious. Yaddle follows. Um, and I know I texted you about it, but I want to talk to you about it a little more. I think it is super interesting. Yaddle says they're leaving for Naboo for the funeral. She goes, the fight happens, Dooku kills her, which we will get into all of that because that was an incre- that was incredible. Palpatine's there, and then he's at Qui-Gon's funeral. So Palpatine is responsible for Qui-Gon dying. Mm-hmm. He's responsible for Dooku killing another Jedi master. Literally, it might be that same day or the day before. And then he is sitting there at Qui-Gon's funeral. Knowing he was the root of this and just enjoying it. Yeah. I when I when when I realized that, I was like, dang, Palpatine was at the funeral. Jesus, dude. They were all on their way there. Palpatine still made it there. So he, they probably like cleaned up her body and said, "Hey, I gotta go I take gotta care go of do, something." Yeah, BRB, bro. I mean, it answers the question of where the hell she was in Attack of the Clones. Why her chair was empty? Yeah, because she was dead. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I could not believe and, that. And the Clone Wars, like she never showed up in the Clone Wars. Like, I could dude, not believe just, that. I couldn't. So let's let's get to the the whole battle. As well, I thought it was super interesting seeing her try to pull Dooku back and dude reason with him. Right. Yeah. It was so you could tell that he wanted to, but you knew he wasn't going to. But you could tell that he he really was like fighting this. And, you know, he went down the, the wrong path, but he was I thought at any moment had had we not known the outcome of Star Wars, at any moment he Yaddle could have helped help turn him back, and they could have they could have fixed it. You know what stinks? What stinks? If it's breath, more that. But if it's someone else, like if it's Yoda instead, do you think he brings him back? Like not no, that's a like, good let's question. Not, let's not think about the outcome. No, that's a good question. Yaddle, like, Yaddle's if it's super Yoda cool, right? or Mace or Qui-Gon even. Yaddle's super cool. And I think they chose Yaddle on purpose just because I think it fit too perfect to, to mm-hmm. answer a bunch of, and kind of fill in a lot of gaps. Yeah. Um, but if it's Yoda or if it's Mace, like you said, do they bring him back? My question is, I don't – God, who knows? It, what, do you, what do you think? I don't know. I, there were probably people – in the there were probably Jedi Masters that had a better chance than Yaddle. I, I say that because obviously Yoda was his master. He has a more of a relationship with Mace Windu. There are other Jedi that he had more of a relationship with, as far as we know, because we don't know of him interacting with Yaddle really, other than this. So maybe they she were just close. Happened to be the one that yeah, like questioned exactly. It. Maybe they were close. Maybe they weren't. But you never know. You really don't. Here's here's the other thing, man. So, you know, obviously Yaddo was the one there. If she was able to bring him back and influence him back, do you think the what two of them could have taken do you think the two of them could have taken Palpatine? Yeah. You think so, bro? Yeah, definitely. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, Duke who's an unreal sword fighter, right? Probably the best out there. But Palpatine's too strong, man. 
I don't know, man, you have two Jedi masters and I know, you know, that's, that's hard because of what happened in revenge of the Sith with five Jedi masters, but Dooku is very powerful. And I, you know, I wonder if he has any dark side abilities at this point. I don't know if mm -hmm. he does. I think they have a better chance, but I, I think they could take him Two Jedi masters that are aware of what's going on because that's, I think that's why Palpatine was at least able to kill. Can't remember who he killed first, but caught him off guard. He does this freaking move. 720 spin move. <laughs> his lightsaber right at you. You don't even have time to think. <laughs> no. Um, but I, I think, I think they could have. Damn. That's tough, man. Again, other people there, Mace, Mace is there. They could take him. Oh, Bro, Mace took Mace took him by himself. himself. Yeah. In, yeah, you're right. Bro, Mace and Dooku, that's an easy, easy, e easy dub. dub. Yeah, easy dub. Easy. Um, but man, that was I. I, I found it interesting. You I know, felt you, bad for Yaddle. Of course, bad. I felt terrible. I just God. Yeah. You pointed it out that her council chair was empty, but we find out in the episode that she stepped down from the council. She said, "You were right. That's why I stepped down from the council." Qui-Gon didn't have to die. And then the ship just just blows out from, from behind her. And then it goes down. Yeah, I forgot she said that. Yeah, Qui-Gon didn't have to die. Oh, he didn't? No. Dude, all they gotta do is just say, okay, let's go look. Yeah, it was even like interesting hearing Dooku tell Palpatine, like, you went too far. And Palpatine reasons with them. we both lost an apprentice today it's for paraphrasing it's for the greater good it's for our cause and i don't think dooku was on board at that point um it was i don't know it's hard because you think like dooku's story is a, tra is a tragedy it is and there's just a little start bit to start to finish from his birth to birth to death yeah bro you, you if you really like dooku Dude, you would love Dooku Jedi Lost, that book. It is about, dude, it is that these stories expanded into a book. It is a small book, bro. The audiobook at normal speed. I When I listen to audiobooks, I speed them up to like 1.5, 1.6. At regular speed, it's like five hours long. Hmm. I wonder, never mind. I'll ask you when we're not recording because I don't want Amazon to get mad at us. But um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quick story. Uh, and then we'll get back to Tales of the Jedi. So I have like 10 books on Audible. Haven't paid for a damn one because I keep I I can't I may have paid for one and then I cancel. They send me deals. I think all in all, I might have paid like 12 bucks for all of the books. Nice. Um, but like three months ago, two months ago, they said come back, it'll be one dollar for three free months. I was like, okay. That's three free books, and then I just have to remember to cancel it. So I started listening to Brotherhood, the one about Anakin and Obi-Wan set during the Clone Wars. That's a good one. I got – I think I redeemed the first High Republic book because at some point I need to get into those because those are going to be very relevant in future movies, I think. Well, especially with uh, Acolyte coming out. Yes. Going off of Acolyte, 
I redeemed one for the Plagueis book because I oh, I know it's ooh, I know it's nice. legends. Yeah, I know it's legends, but I feel like they're gonna pull a lot from that. Sure. Um. So yeah. So I got those three. I have a whole library of unread ones, man. So I'm I'm oh, so yeah, excited. Bro. I'm ready. I need to get on the um, train with those, man. They're good. Well, I'm gonna Let's do it. Back to uh, Tales of the Jedi, though. That entire it, episode four, start to finish, banger. You know. We see their lightsaber lightsaber battle rage on, and then what we think is an insanely brutal death. He collapses that door on her, and her and last moments, giving everything the she music, has. It the music that was playing was the classic Star Wars music too. When I was editing our reaction, I was like, "It sucks because I can't leave this part in here because we for the I, C it, word." Yeah, it will not be able to go up. It yeah. won't go up. But it was such a powerful moment because it was it was literally the the core music of Star Wars. And she's just rising this door, the light shining behind her. And then I wish she would have fell the opposite way because I feel like she would have had a better chance to survive, but instead she falls forward. Yeah. The door collapses. I feel like if she falls back out of it, she, she has a chance like to like crawl away and like, yeah. yeah, but that's not the case. And then Dooku yeah, just literally decapitates her. I'm glad we didn't see it. Um, no way they show that it is, you know, it is uh ironic. The first Jedi that he kills he dies in the same way. Huh. It's karma from direction from the same guy. He told her to, he told him to kill her. And then he told Anakin to kill him. I still think Anakin's was worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, one final thing. And then we'll go into Ahsoka's epi- final two episodes. It's still unclear whether we still don't know if Dooku knows that Palpatine is that Sidious is Palpatine. There has been nothing that directly states like that he knows. He has to, man. You'd think, but you he's don't... too smart. You're too smart, bro. You'd Come also on. think someone in the Jedi Order would would recognize something. So if nobody can, who's to say Dooku's no different? True. I don't know. I, I thought that was super interesting. Um if he does know if he does know i think that just adds to his story being a tragedy because you know it, this was all because of palpatine it all was mm-hmm. he and then his story as a whole and then he tells him to kill yaddle he listens to him and then in that moment he just got his hands cut off he's on his knees with his own saber and and anakin's lightsaber crossed at his neck Anakin is telling him, I shouldn't, he's like, I shouldn't kill him. And Palpatine, the man who groomed Dooku, who was his master, if again, if he knows that they're the same person, says, kill him, kill him now. And you think of the the camera angle when Dooku looks over at Palpatine, like, what? Are you serious? Like, you're joking, brother. Really? Yeah. After All everything I've, I've done, done for you. Yeah. That is, that's exactly what I was thinking. It just adds to that, man. It's it's, oof, it's nuts. Let's get into episode five and six, though. Okay. Five. Practice makes perfect. 
What'd you think, Ben? I liked it. Um, I think what made it, you know, it was an okay. I liked it. It wasn't the highest on my list, but still thoroughly enjoyed it. But I, it wasn't until the final scene that it hit like all the others because we see her training. We see Anakin pushing her and everything, but that final scene where you know, we, we go from when he's teaching her to one more time jump to where she is working with Rex again to try to get this move to another time jump to order 66. And they take like a scene verbatim out of it. Hope all that training was worth pays off. And then they walk in. Dude, they connected that beautifully. My here's the thing, dude. Okay, so so first off, we saw Ahsoka training to use the move that eventually yes. saves her life down the road, right? That's super cool, super cool foreshadowing. I was blown out of the water when they showed Rex and Ahsoka, like where Rex was like, I have her under under you know siege, and he's yeah. like walking through, and how the hell do they get out of there? Yeah, we have to see that, bro. We have to see that, ha- like them get out of there. When you say get out of there, like, like are you the, talk- when he's when they're walking, when they walk through the doors and walk when he ha- the- she has her hands pulled up. Yes. Are you actually saying like eventually we need to see how they did it? I would love to. We did. When? That's the whole that's the whole point. That's the whole point. That is the scene from season seven oh we saw that that's when the ship goes down and she buries all their bodies we've seen it you're right oh man uh, and they're all their heads on spikes okay that's bad yes you're right that's why i was that's why that's what made the episode for me and that's in our reaction i said yo this is order 66 yes this is that scene so yep she walks out wow we gotta see it's like i didn't make we have I, i don't know why i was thinking there was some a little time in between there no, it's immediate. No. no, it's immediate. You're 100 yeah. percent right. I I couldn't tell right. if you were joking. I was like, wait, is he? Is he? Does he? Re- no, I need to I, see. I'm it happens. I'm with you now. Well, now I'm. You know, I wish I would have known that because so I could help you make that connection earlier. Because no, that's I, what, I just that's 100. That last scene and that being the connecting scene to Order 66. That's what helped bumped it up to where it is in my list. Sure. The only thing. No, um, I, I get no, I get it now. I don't know why. Do you, I don't know why. Do you have to action. adjust your rankings? I might have to. I got mine written down. Dude, that's well, nuts. well, no, it really doesn't change it. But not. I don't know if I didn't know if it was already there, but I don't know why I just didn't make that correlation. But that actually does make it way cooler. Um, yeah. Here's the other thing about that in that episode, seeing anakin acting the way he was and like seeing him in quote-unquote teacher mode and like angry you know you know what i'm saying yeah like, like we hadn't really seen that aspect of the training it was always like, especially in clone wars it was more along the lines of like yeah okay whatever snips do your do your thing whatever you you, you suck whatever <laughs> but this was more along do it again like he was more again. like again dictator again mode. yeah run it back yeah no for sure that's all I have on episode five. Yeah. Episode six, there's a there's uh fairly more to unpack though. <clears throat> I think a lot of people are complaining that this kind of retcons the Ahsoka novel, which up till this point, the Ahsoka novel was not one hundred percent canon. 
Like it was, but it wasn't. It was one of right. those weird ones. And the way I've read the book, it it does a little bit, but not not enough to complain about it. Sure. Like the the main well, concepts are still there. Ahsoka is pretty much she's running away from all of this. She's running away from the war, from the Republic, the, the Empire, everything. She's running away and she's just trying to survive. We can tell that that's the same. She hides her force abilities. She hides the fact that she used to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the force comes out. She had to use it to save a life. Same exact thing. Mm-hmm. People start to notice an Inquisitor comes. She defeats the Inquisitor. She rejoins the fight. It's all like the same basic story. It's just, and one thing I think we've known is, you know, if you watch Revenge of the Sith and you read the Revenge of the Sith novel, it's much different. It's much different. You know, in the novel, there's several pages dedicated to Palpatine beating all the the Jedi, the Jedi Masters with Mace, like, he, in the book, he doesn't just spring forward and kill him in five seconds. No, there was a duel, but it's a movie. And then the book tells more of that story. Right. And I think that's what people are kind of like looking too too much into it. It's like, yeah, it might quote retcon at a tiny bit, but it's really not. It's telling the same basic story. It's just a little different, which is fine. Um you know, all of the same ideals are still there, which I loved this episode. And, um, you know, it's high on my list as well. Yeah. What the, um, I think what it did for me, man, was, sorry, what were you just saying? One second, the, like the last line you just said, I just had a really good point to make this, with you. All the. Oh, with the, the book, with the book. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I remember now. So with it, retconning the Ahsoka a book. It doesn't matter. Like, yes, you could be upset about it, but it doesn't matter, right? At the end of the day, what is all that matters is digital media. That's what's canon, right? So they can change whatever they want. But what I think people are forgetting about is we are getting an Ahsoka series in a few months. Yeah, but the Ahsoka series has nothing to do with the book and all that. No, I know it. I know it doesn't. But what I like that you said from these books and other stories, they're, they're going to pull stuff in. They're going yes. to pull things in and and kind of getting into my, one last point about episode five. I love that she was wearing that like mechanic looking outfit for mm-hmm. she was wearing in season seven. So it kind of showed how that was what, episode six. Sorry, you're right. We're in episode six where this inquisitor comes. Yeah, I no, was you were right. You're right. I was I was disappointed, disappointed, but not disappointed at the same time. And I'll explain why with that awesome fight. That when she killed him, that she did not take the crystals. And I don't know if it was you who made this point or where me. I heard. Yeah, that they're saving this for oh. a live action. I, I oh, heard, I did not I hear. I, I didn't heard, say that. I don't know where I heard this. Okay. But in the moment, I'm like, oh, we're going to see her grab the the saber and, and it's going to pop out white and it's going to be sick. I don't. So I'm, someone made a point. I don't remember where I heard it that they are saving that for the series in some sort yeah. of flashback Interesting. and live action. That'd be so yeah. dope for everybody listening. Um, you know, for a reaction, I was telling out cause Alec hadn't read the book in the book. You know, she kills the inquisitor without her lightsaber, which is top notch. That's incredible. And then his lightsaber, his crystal is the crystal that becomes the 
the crystal in her first white lightsaber. So she like cleanses it and it just bursts out white. Um, and she ignites the blade and it's just a glowing white blade. And in the book, it is so awesome. So I was 100% expecting to see that, but I didn't hear what you were just talking about that. They're saving that for live action. I think that's sick. I think that, I think, I think that'd be incredible. And also into the book kind of, um, going towards the end of the episode six and the series as a whole, we see her call in the favor from Bail Organa. He comes and saves those people. And he asks, are you, are you ready to join the fight? And she says, yes. And at this point in the book, that's when she starts going by Fulcrum, which ties into incredibly. So I was also waiting for that um, because it was literally in the book. Like, I think it might, spoiler spoiler i think it might be the very last line where she was like if you ever need me just call for fulcrum and then the book ends and you're like yo no i got i got goosebumps i'll never forget the first time i watched rebels was with you we were driving i had started it driving to florida i I flew out to pittsburgh we we drove to florida just for like a week just to do whatever Uh, dude that was when we started the podcast that was when we started that week yeah but I, I remember starting the series in Fulcrum, and I was like, "That's freaking Ahsoka!" And you're like, "Is it oh, really?" Uh-huh. I'm like, "That's Ahsoka." <laughs> I'm like, "It looks too similar to like how it's Ahsoka," and you're like, eh, "Nah." And then like, like later into the show, I'm like, "Yes, let's go! I knew it!" Like, ah! Dude, so, what a great series! I, I, fantastic, man! Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. So we went through each episode. Now is the time that everybody's waiting for. How, how do we want to rank? Them? Let's go. Let's go one Are at a time. Each, so each going to do our own. Well, I have my list right here. Okay. Are we each going to do our own ranks and start from the bottom to the top? Uh, Like worst first or best first? Worst first. Okay. Not yeah. worst, but least favorite. So for me, my least favorite was three. Was the one say. with. I was okay, going to say go two. Ahead. Okay. Three was it for me because I don't know. There wasn't like he had some cool moments with Mace, but there wasn't anything um, other than Dooku having to make that choice and seeing that darkness within him. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think there was any, I, I think there were others that, that were above it. Um, You said yours was two. Mine was two uh, along the same reasonings, man. And and I'll be honest, like my, like my five is three. So like those two are about the same and not, not again, not that they were bad by any means. I would just say two. And then, yeah, I just like three three. a little bit more. So mine was three than two. And when I was debating on those, I think what pulled it in for two for me was because I think Qui-Gon seeing young, we've seen Mace Windu plenty of times. Seeing Qui-Gon, young Qui-Gon as Dooku's apprentice, yeah. that that hit home. And then, you know, the main the one main thing that I liked in episode three, which was my the lowest on the list for me, was the fact that you saw that darkness within Dooku. And we also see it, I think, even more so in episode two. You have that plus Qui-Gon. I just went three at the bottom, number two. Um, I know we're gonna disagree on the next one. What's your next one? God, man, it's tough, and and there's not a lot separating these. I'm going to say probably five. 
Really? And, and I'll explain why, but mine. Okay. It's, yeah, explain. It, it's, it's not that it's, the thing is, it is very easily quality of a one. I just enjoy these other ones so much that they just trumped it. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, mine was one. Okay. So mine goes three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Um, one being, you know, it's a great, it was a great episode. Really enjoyed it, but it didn't, you know, it, it, it didn't, um, I don't know how to explain it without it sounding bad. And I don't want it to sound bad because I, I really did enjoy it. So I, I'm not even going to say anything like three, two, there's and then not, one. There's like, not a, not there's a, not a reason why it's so low on the list. It's just the fact yeah. that the other, these other ones are so quality too, that it's just like, yeah. I just love this aspect. Yeah. Right? So what's your third favorite one? Okay. So yours wasn't that much higher than mine. No. And I, the only reason it's above five is just the fact that it, I think it was just so other other there's not another word to describe it other yeah. than good yeah good like from start to finish it was just a great introduction to it yeah ahsoka man come on bro i think mine all right so i have a little squiggly mark between number three and number two um on the list because i i can't decide i have five and six five the fact that it connected to order 66 and season seven so fluidly that does it for me easily and then six because of the connections to the book and seeing you know what i've what i read you know an entire few hundred pages about summed up in a span of 12 minutes i thought that was really cool so i couldn't i can't decide between the two they both i don't know they both just hit different what's your What's my number? I, I What's our number two? Your number two. Your number two will be. She already. Would be. F- four is your number two. What? Wow. So six is your number one. Again, man, not not by much, and it's the only the only reason six is above it for me is just because of the fact it's about Ahsoka, right? Really. Four, the amount of gap fill and amount of addition to the store we got dude it is a quality of a one on any list it's similar to like having you know i'm, I'm make a baseball re- reference here justin verlander and clayton kershaw on the same team right it's yeah. who's your, who's who's gonna throw who's gonna pitch first you can't go yeah. wrong with either of them oh, that's a good I'm point gonna, i'm gonna pick this one interesting all right i i chose four four it wasn't even a question for me. Like for four, I, oh, by four. What's your number two? My number five. two was kind of interchangeable. It was five oh, and six. Oh, okay. I got, I got yeah. you. That makes sense. Four was my number one easy choice. Yeah. Just with starting with Camino, all of it happening during the Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon's death, going into Yaddle and Dooku. Um, yeah, man, that one did it for me. Here's 100%. The- Here's the fun thing about it, bro, is I feel like each if you if if you watch through it again, depending on what you had watched before that most recently, I feel like will dictate the order. Because like let's just say you watched the prequels most recently and saw Dooku, you might like the Dooku arc better. But if you had watched like Clone Wars or something more recently or or Mandalorian and had seen Ahsoka, 
and maybe that might be higher in the list. I think it just depends just how our list of every Star Wars media ever mine fi- flips between Rogue One and Revenge of the Sith or yeah. or Return of the Jedi, uh, or I'm sorry, Empire Strikes Back, depending on what I had seen most. Right. So no, like, I agree. That's a good point. There, it, it's constantly moving. And what's cool about Tales of the Jedi? It's such a short little series with so much in there. I feel like for like time to Easter egg ratio was super high. So there's a lot to unpack every time you watch it. And each time might be emotional for a different reason. Yeah, no, it, bro. I, I think you were, you hit the nail on the head. Wait, you hit the hammer on the nail or na- no, you said it right. Oh, both of, yeah. You hit the nail on the head. That was Dang. perfect description. I, I think you make a really good point. Um, You know, rankings and lists, favorite characters, favorite movies, for me as well, they're constantly changing um, and not because one's better than the other. It's just, you know, the experience that you have with it at that moment. Um, but to wrap this whole thing up out of 10, what do you give Tales of the Jedi? OK, so rankings wise, nothing is ever a 10. Let's just get that clear. We're going pizza I'm scores giving it here. a 10. no. I have, I have no problem giving it a 10. Like I could, I can't think of one thing they could have done. That would have been different. I, I don't it agree. It doesn't matter. I don't agree with it's the fig- fact that figure skating rules, dog. It's channel Dave Portnoy here, right? No, I it, think he's if wrong. You give this a 10 out of 10. What if something's better? Who's to say it's better? Like you just said, it just matters at what you're watching in that moment. So I'm giving like, it a 9.1. I'm giving it a 10, man. 9.1. Like, I'll give Revenge of the Sith a 10. I'll give Rogue <laughs> One a 10. Yeah. I'll give the entire original trilogy a 10. Like, <laughs> dude, I I think they did not miss with Tales of the Jedi damn near a- anything. Like, you know what I think could have done better? They could have been a little longer. But with the short period, with, with how much time was in them, the stories they were able to tell, bro, they're 12 minutes long. It brings and up the question, man. Are these? Is this just a test? Oh, bro, I've seen. I've seen. You're always gonna see some negative stuff, always. But overwhelming majority people love this. Yes. And it's there's two been two major questions. First question: When are we getting season two? And when are we getting Tales of the Sith? Bro, can you imagine? No, I can't. No, no. <laughs> you, you could, bro. The thing is, is for Dooku, you could, do, you have you both? could do one of him. I would argue that I would love that if they did a Tales of the Sith season one, I would like to see Dooku in that one as well. Yes, I agree. Yo, the, the snowball is rolling. Maul. Keep, keep pushing it. Holy shit, Maul. Maul. Yeah, like dude, all oh of them. Oh my God. Dude, like Maul, Palpatine, Bane, Revan. Kylo Ren, everybody. Holy shit. Even, I, I don't know, Inqui- Snoke? Like, Inquis- Inquisitors? Inquisitors, yes, oh bro. Like, God, dude. They, they wouldn't even have Ooh. to do individual Inquisitors. Like, bro, Tale of the Inquisitors, Tale of the Bounty Hunters. Holy bro, shit. This could be something big. And maybe we do an... We've talked about it before, man. Anything is possible with animation. It is. Anything. It is. Characters don't age. You can do anything you want. <laughs> but to end this episode, 10. 100%. I'm giving 9. it a 10. 1. I disagree with, with <laughs> Dual Presidente. I think things can be a 10. I encourage things to be a 10. Because okay. that means you're just thoroughly enjoying it. 
If you got me hype. Dude, think of that. We could get tales of the blank. Dude, look at what I wrote on this piece of paper. Hey, hey, tales of tales, tales of, of the, the blank. Tales of Jar Jar. Like, literally, tales of the tales of the underworld. Like, Dude, holy shit. We can get more boba. Bro, tales of Coruscant. Tales of whatever. Bro, we need to do a little list. Like hey, 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 Disney, if you're listening. Um they're not, but no. Let's hope. Sure. Hey, Walt, you're uh your frozen head. You got the headphones in? Where you at? That ass. All right. Do you have anything before we let the people go? No, man. This was a fun conversation. This was a I, lot of fun. From start to finish, I am extremely pleased. I would not change one thing. I I want more tomorrow. I, I know, pay, right? I would pay a ton of money to be to, to have access to this or to be. It's funny that you say that. In, I just do. I just, I want stuff to be answered about characters we like. Yeah. And that's. Did you watch Star Wars? Potential. It is. Did you watch Star Wars theories review of Tales of the Jedi? Uh uh-uh. It's funny because a lot of what you said is a lot of what he said. It's like, um, the main thing is like, I would pay money. He said, I would pay a subscription service monthly to see Tales of the Jedi and just Tales of the Sith. That would be dope. Can you imagine five bucks a month to get six more episodes of just of Jedi and realistically, how much would you pay a month to see five episodes, bro? I pay 10 bucks a month for a Marvel more than that. I pay 10 bucks right now for a Marvel comic, Marvel unlimited comic subscription that I don't use six months out of the year. And that's just to read comics. Damn. But man, like I have read some awesome comics. Like you, you should. It's ten bucks mm-hmm. a Marvel Unlimited. Especially, I don't. You being a big Spidey guy, you know, you know, like you can read Spidey. There's so many one-off Star Wars comics that are incredible. I've actually I've read a decent amount of Spidey stuff. Really? Yeah. I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know you actually read the comics. Mm-hmm. At one point, I I had like this thick book. Really? Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. When you were young or recent? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. You read them when you were younger? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know you read comics when you were young. I had that, and I was big on coloring books. I had a lot of Spider-Man coloring books. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Spider-Man and the Flash were my big ones. Really? Yeah. That's really neat. I was always Star Wars. Like, I... uh. I had Star Wars coloring books. I had I fucked with Star the X Men animated books. series too. I liked Gambit. Hey man, you're you're you could be quite pleased because X Men is back. I don't know if you knew that. Back, baby, it's back. But let's wrap this up, um, everybody. We really appreciate you tuning in for another episode. It, it was episode eighty three, so we are just seventeen episodes away from the the big triple digit mile marker. Damn, um, man. I know, I know. I thought we would have got there sooner, but we've, like Alex said, you know, we've moved to bi-weekly. Um, we're focusing on other things in the show um, that just quite frankly, you know, we, not that we enjoy more because man, I, I, this is one of my favorite things to do, mm-hmm. but just things that we, we have decided it's more important to dedicate our time to. Um, but this is always, this is how it started with the podcast. So we, we really appreciate you tuning into episode 83. Let us know what you thought of tales in the Jedi. Please give us your rankings of the episodes in the comments. We'd love to hear them. Um, we'd love to see what you guys thought. 
<clears throat> excuse me. So thank you again. And until the next time you're on Carbonite Convos, like always, may the force be with you. Remember, the force will be with you always. Always.